One, two, three, four. For me, the the like how I measure my success is is the response from the people that hear the music and and more so like pre-pandemic was was playing shows and getting to perform that stuff in front of all of these people and and see their reaction to it that for me is like the most gratifying feeling in the world just having people be like like singing the words to something you wrote is is super surreal Welcome back to the Well Now at Podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. Sorry I've been away the past few weeks. I was, you know, it's summertime, work is amping up, it's things are getting busy, but thanks for staying put. And if you're new to the podcast, obviously it's called Well Now What? And it's for Gen Zs, millennials, 20-something-year-olds unsure what they want to do with their career. So I interview people from different backgrounds to hear more about their career journeys. So that could be, you know, pro surfers, lawyers, doctors, intimacy coordinators, musicians. And I'm so grateful I get to have these conversations with such interesting and amazing people. And on that note, today's guest is Drew, also known as Young Friend. He's Canadian as well. He's an up and coming musician. You know, he is a little bit later in the game. Like he kind of realized this is what he wanted to do, uh, you know, around 17, 18. And most people kind of know a lot younger. So that was an interesting perspective. We kind of just, yeah, talk about his journey, switching to becoming a musician full time, how he balances his school and personal life and writing songs, his songwriting process and what's next for him. And then, of course, we end the episode with some fun rapid fire questions like his favorite song, his ideal date, the three most influential people in his life. It goes on. It was such a fun conversation. So let's get straight into it. Um, I'm here with Drew Tarvis, also known as Young Friend. Drew is from Vancouver, BC, and he's a singer and songwriter. And I mean this wholeheartedly. I'm obsessed with his music. Like I listen to it all the time. It always puts me in a good mood. Um, I love Sugar Coated, Arizona, 10 out of 10. So I highly recommend if you haven't listened to him, but I'm just so excited to learn from you. And I love interviewing musicians. Yesterday I had Sean Mendes as musical director and that was so sick. So yeah, I'm I'm just stoked to learn more from you and your story. Wow. Well, thank you so much for having me on. That was like, that was like the best intro I think I've had so far. <laughs> so that was great. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. So why don't we just get started? Like, what was your you know, childhood like growing up in Vancouver? How did you get into the music industry and, you know, become like a songwriter? Mm-hmm. So my childhood was like filled with music, but I didn't start playing music until I was like 17. So that was like down the road. But when I was when I was a kid, um, I have two sisters and they were in dance classes and they were like, oh, you should come and take a dance class with us and just like see if you like it. So I took one when I was like seven and then just like loved it so much. So I was dancing for like pretty much most of my life until I was in high school and a couple of my friends were playing music and in a couple of bands and they're like, oh, like you should come play. And I was like, I have no idea what to do. I had never played an instrument before. And then, uh, they taught me a little bit and that's sort of how that began. But like as a kid, music was such a big part of my life. There was always music playing in the house and everywhere we'd go, we were listening to music. And obviously being a dancer, music plays a pretty big role in your life. So it was always a, a big part of my everyday. It just took a minute for me to transition into actually writing songs and learning how to play. And that didn't happen until like much later on, which is 
which is kind of funny, but, but here we are. So. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I danced as well. Um, oh, like no way. For like from the age of like three to like 18 or 19, I danced oh my God. so much. Um, so I'm sure we probably cross paths in, in the we dance We definitely world. have cross paths for sure. Yeah. Yeah. At like all of the competitions. I know. So that's, yeah, that's funny that you got into music a little bit later. So like, were you like playing any instrument before or like at what age did you kind of realize like, wow, I really love this? I realized I loved it when I was 17. I, I played like a very very small amount of guitar when I was like maybe 13 I really wanted to learn but I didn't have enough patience for it so I learned like maybe three chords and then was like oh this is really hard and then stopped and then when I was when I was 17 in high school one of my friends he was like oh like let me teach you a little bit about how to play piano so he sat me down and taught me a little bit as far as just like like really basic music theory and we would like learn a few songs together just so I could kind of be a part of like the jams whenever everybody was hanging out. But as soon as I started experimenting with like playing, playing piano at my house and, and like trying to record myself playing guitar and, and I didn't sing either. So as soon as I started doing it, I was like, Whoa, this is really cool. Even though it's didn't sound very good. It was, it was really interesting for me to be expressing myself in that, in that form. Cause I was so used to doing it just through dance. So having this new like landscape where I can where I can write and really create everything from the ground up was like so, so enticing to me. And then ever since I I probably started writing my first songs when I was 17. Um, And ever since then, it's just been like a like an everyday thing. Wow. Did you take any like lessons? I don't I don't think you went to college. Like, did you ever like when did you realize like, oh, I want to do this full time? How did you kind of take that leap of faith? So I it, it was it was pretty funny. I went to the University of Alberta um, fresh out of high school for something completely unrelated to music. And I was there and I, that was when I was like really starting to like write a lot of music and and I got there and it was within the first week that I was there that I was like, oh yeah, no, I, I, I don't want to be here. Like, I wanna, I wanna <laughs> Just one be weekend. Here. You're like, nope, like, not for and, me. And I remember having a conversation with my, with one of my roommates and I was like, yeah, no, this is, this is not going to work for me. I, I need to be back in Vancouver and like working on music. And they were all like, yeah, like we support you. And, and that was really cool that all my friends out there were, were super supportive, but my, I, f- I feel bad for my parents because I hadn't done anything like even remotely good at that point. And uh, for me to be like, yeah, I want to drop out and and come and make music was probably a a really tough thing for them. So I did it. I I finished my semester there and then moved back to Vancouver and started just like working a lot on music and, and playing a few shows at like some, some like local spots around town. And that was kind of the beginning. And then it wasn't until, 2019 that I put out like my first project that I was like yeah this is like something that I'm proud of Mm -hmm. enough to be in the world properly and uh and that kind of kicked it all off and that just like for some reason put me into the scene that I wasn't really prepared to be a part of I was Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about the Vancouver music scene I was kind of just like I just want to do this and then and then it just worked out and now I've met so many fantastic people but it was, mm-hmm. it's a really like odd trajectory because I feel like a lot of musicians that I know in Vancouver started like really, really young and were playing mm-hmm. guitar or singing since they were super young. And 
like we're in high school bands and like elementary school bands. And when they get to the point that we're at now, they've had like years and years and years and years of playing music in front of people and writing with people. And it just makes sense. Whereas for me, I was kind of just like the new kid in yeah. town. It was like, Hey, I'm here. Like, <laughs> this is, I want to be a part of this. And yeah. And, uh, and now it's 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 uh it's working out for for the better, but it was a it was a bit of a rough start, I think, um, which like rightfully so, mm-hmm. it's uh, to be expected. Right. So did you like on that? Did you ever experience like imposter syndrome? Like I know that your one of your recent singles hit like two million streams or something ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. do you still feel like in like that imposter syndrome, or you felt like you've worked so hard, or how do you feel with kind of like this success? um I constantly like every day even because it that's crazy that you knew that because that was yesterday Mm -hmm. um and like I I was talking with one of my friends and they're like oh like how do you feel and I was like Mm -hmm. I don't know like (laughs) I'm super excited it's it's but it's so hard to wrap wrap my head around just Mm because it feels like it was so recent that I was like Mm -hmm. putting these songs on SoundCloud and they were getting like like 50 plays in like a month Mm -hmm. and uh so the fact that it's grown from from that point to this point is just really hard for me to understand and and definitely that imposter syndrome of like do I deserve that because there's because I feel like I haven't really earned my spot in this scene yet because I have been a part of it for such a short amount of time so like all the time but but I'm definitely excited. I mean, it's, totally. it's, it's, it's amazing. My mom sent me a video the other day of her and my little sister in Starbucks. And they were like, your song is playing. Like, Oh my God. Up. That's and so they, cool. Like, they like went up to the baristas and we're like, this is my son. And she was, <laughs> it, was, it was really funny. That's so funny. Yeah. So do you like, cause I know on like Spotify, for example, you can see all the streams that people have had different songs different artists does that ever bother you or get to you or it's not really something that you think of like how do you measure your personal success in terms of your music career yeah that's a that's an awesome question I try my absolute best to not get caught up in like how many streams this person is getting and how Mm -hmm. many monthly listeners this person has I I try and I try and just focus on on my stuff because it's it's really like everybody's like oh it's so competitive but it's really not like we're all just in our own in our own lanes trying to do the best for ourselves but for me the the like how I measure my success is is the response from the people that hear the music and and more so like pre-pandemic was was playing shows and getting to like perform that stuff in front of all of these people and and see their reaction to it that for me is like the most gratifying feeling in the world just having people be like like singing the words to something you wrote is is super surreal so for me it's definitely like a a listener-based uh success thing and like stream streams are cool it's Mm -hmm. uh it's it's a really weird world that we live in where where we live in this like digital streaming world and and that's how people measure like how popular you are Mm -hmm. um but I try not to get too caught up in it because the moment I start to do that is the moment yeah. like my writing just goes to yeah it just get gets really bad so yes I, I try and keep it uh 
keep that like separate from from the rest of the music totally yeah so speaking of writing what is your writing process are you doing all of like the beat the soundtrack do you work with like any producers or are you with like a record label or like kind of walk Mm -hmm. me through how your songwriting process goes yeah so I work with a bunch of like amazing amazing people um I have a, a live band that I play like um all the shows with and uh the guitarist James he we work together a lot on a lot of the songs so if I have an idea and I like can't come up with a riff I'll be like I'll call him and be like hey can you send me something like kind of like this like maybe Mm -hmm. it can sound like this I've sent him like voice memos of me singing riffs (laughs) and be like can you play this and and he does he's he's like outstanding incredible and then he'll send that to me and I'll build it I like build the beginning of the song here so I'll do like all the drums and the bass and just like add all these little sounds and then usually what I'll do is once I have a solid idea for a song and I've like written for it and recorded some vocals, which I do all right here in the bedroom, mm-hmm. um, I will send it to a producer and then we'll sort of fine tune it and, and polish it and just make it sound bigger than the bedroom. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes I it's hard to to get that huge sound when I'm when I'm working in here. I also mm-hmm. work on like a old 2012 MacBook Air <laughs> that is like riddled with viruses. Like it is, it's, it I love that. It, it's like really bad. Like sometimes I'll open it and I'll have like, like 20 tabs open in Safari and they're all mm-hmm. in like different languages and <laughs> like all these pop-ups. It's like very bad. I don't know what wow. happened to it, but <laughs> trying but it works to, but it works and yeah and all my friends are like no you gotta get a new laptop and I'm like there's something that I'm like so I, I'm so attached to it and I yeah it would be so hard for me to give it up I know that I'm going to have to soon and and I keep it all backed up just in case anything like goes really really wrong but mm-hmm. um I'm so attached to it because this is like what I started like what I recorded my first song on was was that laptop so totally I, it's like this this emotional thing for me yeah but but yeah, sorry, I, I get off track. The uh, I'll finish it with a producer and then we'll get it mastered and then my manager will send it off and help me put it out. I, I don't, I'm not with a record label right now. We're sort of, we're, we're, I'm, I'm not going to say, I, yes. I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So where do you get your um, like inspiration from for like songs? Stuff? Is it your personal life? Is it what your friends go through a mix of stuff? So yeah, where do you get that? huge mix of stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot a lot of the time it's like it's mostly just my personal life and Mm -hmm. things that I like hi popping in to say if you like this episode please subscribe leave a review on apple Podcasts that helps other people find it and then follow me on instagram let me know what you thought about the episode so far at well now what podcast let's get back to the interview go through or have been through and just like want to talk about and sometimes it's sometimes it's not even that sometimes I just like writing songs about about just writing stories and Mm -hmm. and things that haven't happened and just like creating this little world but most of the time it's just like my personal life or like a story my friend tells me and I'm like oh that would be that'd be really good for a song so Mm -hmm. cool so what do you do when you feel like yeah what do you do when you feel like stuck are you kind of like writer's block or what do you do um that's that's a great question uh I try and start as many ideas as I can until I find one that I'm like oh yeah this is good 
and also I'm I'm working on giving myself breaks and because mm-hmm. it's I I've, I've been super busy with like music and then work and just family and and school because mm-hmm. I'm still in school full time so oh, it's, what uh, what are you in for school I'm I'm studying product design so like completely oh, different random field, okay <laughs> but another thing that I'm like I love and am mm-hmm. passionate about so trying to trying to get that finished and then balancing all of this can be can be tough so um trying to tell myself it's okay if you aren't mm-hmm. writing a song like all the mm-hmm. time you can you can just go like lie down and watch a movie and mm-hmm. it's not going to be the end of the world and that I find helps too like at the beginning of the pandemic when everything shut down and none of us were working and I mean speaking for myself mm-hmm. I wasn't working and I wasn't seeing any of my friends I found it super hard to write music and I feel like everybody was writing these like oh like I'm stuck inside quarantine songs yes and I was like okay I I don't want to do that um Mm -hmm. but I have nothing else to write about because I'm not doing anything in my life right now I'm just Mm -hmm. at home every day doing the same thing so that was really tough so it was nice when things last summer started to open up a bit more and get a little bit better because then I was like okay I can like I can gain real human experience yes <laughs> totally yeah and like for your songwriting process is that kind of like a form of therapy for you like in your personal life do you find it hard to talk about your feelings do you do it through your songs I've had other musicians where like in their personal life they're more closed off but their songs help them get those like emotions out but yeah for you do you see it like as a form of like therapy it's de- definitely a form of therapy and definitely a way for me to understand like something that I'm going through better because mm-hmm. um, if there's something happening and I and I want to try and have a better grip on the situation I'll, I'll try writing about it and and a lot of the time that does help me gain a better understanding of like what's going on or how I'm feeling um, but I also I wouldn't say that I'm bad at talking about how I feel mm-hmm. just in, re- in regular life I'm a pretty mm-hmm. pretty like open person when it comes Mm -hmm. to when it comes to that stuff and at least I'm trying to be because I know how important that is to to be talking about everything so yes but but it's it's the greatest form of therapy in the world just Mm -hmm. being able to even if there's there's no writing and there's no um vocals just sometimes Mm -hmm. just sitting down and playing something and like creating this this world is is like the greatest therapy yeah that's so beautiful. Um, and before we get into the rapid fire questions, where do you see yourself next? Like what's next for mm. young friend? And also, I guess, I guess I forgot to ask why young friend? Oh yeah. Um, this, so it's, it's a funny story. Um, so when I was in high school, when I like first got into high school, mm-hmm. um, the first thing I did like on the first day of school was I went to the dance room in the school and a lot of the kids that were there were older and a lot of the boys that were there were two, three, four years older than me. And they kind of scooped me in and mm-hmm. were like, here, like you are one of us now. And uh, there was this one night that we were walking to my friend's house and there was like maybe six or seven of us. And me being a sh- shy 14 year old, yes. I was like, I was like, is it okay that we're all coming over? Like, I don't want to be weird that I'm here. And he was like, don't worry, everybody loves you. You're the young friend. It's, <laughs> it's like, 
that's the way it works. And then there was a few of them that were listening. They were like, ah, like young friend. And then mm-hmm. it, um, it kind of just stuck. They started calling me that. And then that. it was before I was even making music, they were calling mm-hmm. me that. And, uh, oh. and it just kind of worked out. So here Very I was cool. when, when it came to choose, like if I wanted to have like a, an artist name, or if I wanted to just go by my, my real name, I was mm-hmm. like, no, this feels good. It's, it's interesting. And I also like the fact that there's so many rappers that are like young, this young, yes, young, whatever. I was like, mm-hmm. it'll be really funny if there's a young artist that does not rap and it's, yeah. it's, it's like pop music or like alternative music. I think that would be really funny. And yeah. And I think it is funny. <laughs> no, it is. And I like that you actually spell it the word young because usually like rappers, yeah. it's like Y-U-N-G. Yeah. So that's good. It's good play on words. Yeah. It's got to be, yeah. it's got to be proper because that's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the only way. Um, but to answer your other question about yes. what's in the future. Yeah. Um, a lot of music, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the hardest thing about being an artist in my opinion is waiting for things to come out because stuff that I wrote like two years ago some of it hasn't come out yet and then the stuff Mm -hmm. that I wrote a year ago is coming out now and this it's this like waiting game so by the time that something you wrote like a while ago is coming out the stuff that you're writing at that point you're like oh this is so much better why can't this come out instead um I'm super excited for this music to be finally coming out and and into the world and then hopefully just playing a lot more shows and and uh maybe maybe tour would be super cool. that would be so fun yeah i'm i'm like itching to play in the states there's a, a few people in chicago they're like we need you to come to chicago it's, it's do it that's, that's the one place <laughs> like more than anywhere else they're like you need to come to chicago or else <laughs> i'm like okay okay <laughs> okay, okay fine that's yeah. awesome. Okay, well, why don't we get into the rapid fire questions if you yeah. want that? I'm I'm so excited. Okay. Um, first one. If your life was a TV show, what would be your theme song? Whoa. Um, whoa, that's a great question. <laughs> um, if my life were a TV show, what would the theme song be? And it it I'm, I'm not choosing one of my songs. Like it can if you want. It can be any song. Oh, I'm like a clinical overthinker. I'm gonna say soft parade by the doors because it's like 11 minutes long and I think that would be hilarious (laughs) (laughs) love that okay um what is your current favorite song right now it could be one of yours or it could be another artist um favorite song is called cruiser by um the red house painters Okay, I'll check that yeah. one out. I haven't heard of it. Okay. It's an it's another like eight minute song. <laughs> you like the long songs. <laughs> I love I love long songs. And I love like like 80s, 90s, like alternative indie mm-hmm. rock stuff and and also punk. I've been listening to a lot of punk music. So yeah. But but that's my favorite right now. Okay, good stuff. Um, what is at the top of your bucket list right now? Um skydiving. I want to skydive. Me too. I want to skydive. Me too. I know I we're both go, in Vancouver. <laughs> I know we, we could actually do this. I want to go so bad. I think I it know. would be so much I would, That's funny. I was just thinking about this last week because a friend of mine I saw on her Instagram, she did it with a bunch of friends and I was like, I need to go. Now it's was, the summertime. Was it- was it Janelle? Did, did... No, it was Raina. Is she friends with Janelle? Yeah, Raina she is Silva? friends with. Yeah, she is friends oh. with Janelle. Because <laughs> oh I saw God. that picture too, and I was like, "Damn, I really want to go skydiving." Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, 
I gotta go. Okay, well, you know where to find me. Let's yeah, do it. Let, let's go. <laughs> um, what is your coffee order if you drink coffee? I'm assuming you I, do. I do drink coffee. Well, okay. right now I'm actually drinking a chai tea latte. That's um, my favorite. So good with oat milk. Really good. Yes. Um, but my like go-to coffee order is a uh, flat white with oat milk. Nice. Very nice. Okay. From, from um, Nemesis Coffee specifically. And on Lonsdale. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's the shit. It's a good spot. That's the one. Um, where's your favorite place to travel? Ooh, um, I love Oregon Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Switzerland. I was in Switzerland Mm -hmm. in 2019 and it was like Mm -hmm. the coolest, coolest place ever. Yes. Very expensive, like not sustainable for me to keep going there, but (laughs) it's a really great place. Yeah. I was there actually in 2019 as well in Switzerland. Weird. We're living the same life at this point. I know. (laughs) Um, what's some, what's something that most people don't know about you? One, that I was a dancer. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, two, I can juggle. You can juggle. Can just juggle. three. Can you juggle just, more? Just three. I'm working towards four right now. Okay. Just, like scarves or actual balls? Just like, just like, just like anything. Balls. I, okay. I usually I'll like grab whatever I have in my kitchen. So like oranges mm-hmm. or avocados. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but I should probably invest in some like proper juggling balls. I think that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can, I went to circus camp, I think like, you know, like the weird dance shit that people do. (laughs) Yeah. And like, and then they would make us juggle. So I could juggle with like scarves, but then transitioning to like the actual balls or something I couldn't do. So I'm still working on those skills. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I could do the scarves. I feel like, I feel like that would be harder. Cause there's more time for you to catch it, I guess. Cause it goes down like a little slower. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to try it. I'll give it a try. Okay. I'll let you know. Okay. okay. Awesome. Um, who is your biggest music inspiration? There's like so many, but probably the biggest one, like most influential is, um, Bonnie Bear, mm-hmm. uh, Justin Vernon of Bonnie Bear specifically. Mm-hmm. Cause he was like, I like learned how to sing by singing along to his songs mm-hmm. when I first started singing. So he probably has like the biggest influence on, on like my musical experience, I would say. Awesome. Okay. Um, and two more questions. Okay. Uh, what is your ideal date? Ooh, um, something spontaneous. Um, anything that involves swimming. I love, uh, but like top to bottom. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to off the give top it to here. me. Give it to so, me. There you go. So am I driving? I'm driving. So, okay. <laughs> okay. I pick them up. We thrift for each other's outfits for the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Super, super fun. Um, midday cocktail. Crucial. What kind of cocktail? Um, I don't know. Something, something refreshing, like, like an Aperol spritz. Yes. Or nice. like, or like, a or like, a like an east side something like mm. some something refreshing and then we drive to the ocean we swim and uh that's honestly i'm happy there like that's that's a pretty good date yeah maybe like bring a picnic basket full of like cheese and bread yeah. and fruit i feel like that would be nice yeah no film camera i'm surprised i feel like that would film, fit in film well camera actually yeah for sure i i mm-hmm. have like the disposable film cameras yes at all times so yeah same. Definitely one of those. Yeah. Okay. And the last question, who were the three most influential people in your life? Oh, wow. Um, that's a huge question. 
You can group people together if you want. Okay. Okay. Um, my parents, of course, crucial. Um, Aiden, Cass, Bestie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I want to say he'll be mad if I don't say him. I'm going to say Zach. Zach Vague. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Shout out he, to Zach. He 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 he's a um, he's like my creative director. We do he does like all of the photos and videos and has been since the very beginning. Funny story, we met in 2018 at the Bonnie Bear concert. Um, oh. And we got to talk and I was like, "Oh, like I make music." He's like, "I do music videos." And he was like, oh, I want, let me do a music video for you. And I like sent him the music and he loved it. And uh, the rest is history. So amazing. Uh, he's, he's super influential. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. This was so fun. Where can people find you? Do you want to plug yourself? Where I'm, can they find you? I'm pretty easy to find these days. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's young friend on everything. If you look up yeah. young, young friend, you'll probably find me. Yeah. So. And if you haven't listened to his music, I don't know what you're doing. Go get your shit together. Go listen. Get it together. What what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, thanks so much, Drew. Thank you for having me. It was was super nice to meet you. And I will see you when we go skydiving. I'm game. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. I'm there. And that was Drew. Make sure to check out his music. You know, as I've said, it's so good. I'll put all the links in the show notes. And also let me know what you thought on Instagram at Well Now a Podcast. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.